I'm Mel. And this is Tosh. And welcome to Mahogany Mammology, an online dialogue pertaining to the concerns and carefree parenting of Black motherhood. And this week, we actually want to recognize Letitia M. Perry. Miss Perry is a wife, mother of five, and children's author. And by the way, she is a Flint, Michigan native. Go Flint. Mm. Um, not from there, but we have a lot of friends who are from mm-hmm. Flint. Um, Letitia Perry is the founder and CEO of Kids Like Mine and the author of Like Mine, children's picture book series. So go out and get that. Letitia is committed to enriching the and empowering the lives of children through positive affirmations and self-imagery. Kids Like Mine inspires children of color to embrace and love their true selves through brand products, which feature black and brown characters. You can find her on Instagram, and that's at the number four, K-I-D-S, like mine. And we'll also have this in our show notes, so don't, you don't have to write it down if you're driving. Congratulations, Miss Perry. And if you guys, our listeners, have a mom that you would like us to highlight, please hit us up on Instagram or on our email at mahoganymomology at gmail.com. And now, on to the show. So in recent weeks, Instagram star Black China caused Mm. an uproar Mm. with her endorsement of the Skin Lightening Cream. Now, I do understand getting paid for promotional products and services can come at a cost to one's audience and followers. I know folks are all about, you know, securing the bag or whatever, whatever. But, you know, at what cost do you do this? Mm. Frequent use of bleach whitening creams, for the example of Black China, can be interpreted as self-hate. And there is a whole host of commercials and history behind the whole use of bleach whitening creams that we will get into. So, But at the same time, let's replace bleach whitening creams with weaves or even having blonde hair. And one can argue the same premise. So what long-term outcomes do we see with our children, particularly our black and brown girls, with the media diminishing our natural appearances, right? Mm -hmm. Are we seeing a trend in highlighting uh, black girls' women's natural beauty? Or do we have a long way to go? So let's discuss the beauty of being a black girl. So, Well, Tosh. Yes, ma'am. Why do we aspire to change who we are? Um... Well, I mean, for the most part, a lot of that stuff has been ingrained in us, like from children, from, you know, infants. We, if we, you know, we may have gotten white dolls. We may have gotten, yeah. you know, from, yeah, from, I did, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of that ingrained education mm-hmm. that's been put upon us. In addition to, you know, being bombarded the imagery in TV and commercials and radio, you know, Um, although there is no visual component to radio, but, you know, they still have commercials. You visualize it through the third eye. Exactly. Exactly. And those visualizations are not that, uh, that would represent um, either facial facial features of a black woman or a black girl, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like, you know, it's, it's that ingrained Education. Even I don't know if I even want to use that term, but we'll 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 roll it's, with it's it. It's been a part of our culture mm-hmm. or brought into the culture. Um, uh, granted, I think it definitely goes much further back um, beyond that in terms of not liking what who we are. Like people telling us that's not beautiful, right? As well, right? Um, it, it's. I feel like I. I feel like we've come a long way though. But not come a long way. When I he- when I hear about Black China going over to another country, it's like we've come a long way. Like no, we're on all these we're, channels, and yes. we're wearing our natural hair out, or we're you know mixing it up and doing different things. And but would I say? What, can I just say? Do you think you also live kind of in a bubble? I I do sometimes, you know, yes. that natural hair bubble. You know, if you are if a if you are that person who's very um secure in themselves and mm-hmm. whatnot and so being natural or what or you know um But it took from, a while. It took a while. And I'm gonna get there. No, no, oh sorry. Yeah, 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 no. So you know, right now you are that person. You are, you know, proud of yourself and what you what you are at this moment, mm-hmm. right? And so, um where was I going with that? You don't care what society view how society view you 
You know what I mean? Yes. So... So that's why that's where I'm going with the bubble standpoint. No, no, I'm with you. However, though, there's still um, women and men, you know, for the example yes. of bleach whitening, yes. that where you you kind of go, um, and I can only reference like if I go to a different country, you know, um, no, no, that that is yeah. very, you know, bleach whitening is very prominent. Well, yes, and I'll use. Um, as an example, you know, going to the braidery place, I go to a Nigerian braidery shop, mm-hmm. and we're watching Nigerian movies or mm-hmm. you know soap operas, and my, the ladies will make a comment. Ladies will bring my hand. They'll make those. They'll, they'll say they know who's being bleached, who's you bleaching can- at their skin. I wouldn't really know offhand. I'm just saying, to a degree, like they say that there's some that do it well. You can <laughs> tell, and there's some that's just like horrible, like as they would, as yeah. they would put it. Yes. So, um, yes. But I think I was a little bit in shock recently getting my hair braided where that it's still continuing. Like, I knew about it, Mm -hmm. but I think, like, it's still as prevalent and it's still clearly because of, you know, black China going over there. But they even said there's, like, if you go to a certain, like, supermarket aisles or what have you, there's a whole aisle. Yes, ma'am. Dedicated. Yes, ma'am. To bleach whitening products by itself. Yes, like you were buying chips and salsa, and you in know, an aisle. and <laughs> and products are good at masking what they are. Because I'll say this: like there was a time that I did use a bleach whitening. What? Yes, I know, Shaka. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no, I, and I say that nah, I was. I learned so much for my <laughs> listeners out there. You know, I wasn't out here trying to Sammy Sosa it, and nor was I out here trying to. Um, um, vibes cartel it for my for my Jamaican clan. Big up two shots in the air. Um, you know, when I was a teenager, I had severe acne. Okay, and so you know, being a teenager, you out here popping, and I and I, I was just left with a whole lot of scars on my face. Mm. So I was bleaching spots. Okay, that's and that's really what, right. that's what I was doing. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's really that was yeah. the, that was the you know essence to it. But I say that to say. You know, some of the products, they'll be like, oh, it is um, a skin, oh, what, they'll say things like a skin, um, oh, brightener or a skin uh, evener, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just something like that. And you're like, oh, you know me, I'm, I'm 15, I'm 16, you know, just now you're like, oh, okay, we gonna, I'm going to level my skin finally, not knowing that it is actually, mm. you know, a bleach whitener. A, yeah, a whitener. Wow. And that's me being naive. Now, if you go to countries, you know, in Asia, which where... Also deals with that, where, where that, yeah, you know, that is that is just prevalent. It is just, you know, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like you said, and it goes it back to yeah, how, they, how they do have yes. it in the aisles, like more than one aisle, I was saying, when, I, when I've been overseas and saw that. And I was just like, to the, to the point, like, I was taken aback, like, this is just ridiculous. Like, how many products can you have, you know? But <laughs> well, how many chips of salsa can you have? Like, how many, like, you know what I mean? How many perms can you have? How many, you know, different brands of weave can you have? So it's one of those kinds of things. But it is very much still out there and it's a it's it's layers the it's the colorism complex yes. the layers of that too well that's how I was I'm I'm feeling about that is um is that Hollywood or Nollywood or what whichever is very much accepting and pushing it because that's what has been known. I mean, you know, white is right. You know, I'm no, sorry, not sorry. You know, white gets you, you know, a positive reinforcement. So therefore, you know, whether it be bleach whitening mm-hmm. or just, you know, whitewashing yourself, yeah. you know, you will thus get that positive outcome. So makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, not, not so much makes sense, but that's kind of what. Well, that's the. I see where you're that's going the with reality that. That's the reality of, of what yeah, they're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Not that it makes it right. We absolutely, and we'll talk about a little bit later how to you know conquer these kind of roadblocks. But you know, building our own or just constantly showing. Um, the beauty in us is is the variety something. of beauty exactly in us. exactly yes. so 
No, definitely. But um, yeah, but going to the yes. the 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 colorism that also goes into um, another point I was trying to make that I've written was kind of like self hate, like it does feel that way. It does feel that way, and but if you don't know any indifferent, then and 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 then I, it becomes generational, which I know we'll get into. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's like wow, you you don't do you not love yourself enough? But then how do you you have to like. I know I'm going into solutions, but you almost have to real you have to build self-awareness and loving yourself to get away from that. But where do you even start? So we always yeah. mention you don't know what you don't know. You don't. So if you, you know, have been brought up to think this certain kind of way, you know, black beauty is not, you know, um, pretty black, you know, facial features are not appealing. And thus, say you go about life and you go through your experience, you know, having this kind of skin, this kind of nose, what have you, doesn't um, give me maybe the boy that I've liked. Mm-hmm. You know, this boy likes someone else who has white like features therefore you mm-hmm. know it, you know that goes back to that you know white is right kind of deal so yeah. it's like where do you begin this also has me thinking about if anybody out here watches dr phil i i do sometimes <laughs> you know what i mean I, I, I call it you know visual bonbons you know my okay okay <laughs> visual bonbons i um, like you know, just just whatever, just random TV. Anyway, so there was an episode where there was the um, young girl who um, tell she she was clearly an African American teenager, and she was like, she's white and she hates black people. Okay. Not okay, but okay, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I'm listening to you. I'm following I, I you. you. You're following, following where I'm going. I'm, I'm, yeah, uh-huh. And so, in her premise, and I did watch snippets of it, segments of it, where she was just like, I I am white. I just so happen to be born in this brown body, and I don't like it. You know? Like, it was, I mean, her, her situation is deep. Is deep. So, when I say, talk about self-hate, like. But there's, there's, I'm sure there's a number of other black women that are like this. That. Oh, and it just shows that she was just highlighted, you know. And I, I know yeah. a lot of people are giving giving her all kinds of slack, you know. But like I'm you sure. said, there's there there's probably a lot of people. I remember, and there was like um one of the court shows. There was like this this young lady, like she was. It's like she and her mom were on there, and her mom. They were clearly African-Americans. And so she was just like, I don't associate myself with it. And I think uh, it came out later that like this, like it was all made up or something like that. Oh, but that's I mean, unfortunate. But yeah. But I mean, prior to us actually knowing that her whole spiel, whole spiel was like, I don't associate like her mom. Like they were in the South somewhere. And she was just like, I, she was like, my, I don't. I don't associate. I don't deal. I don't. I just don't. You know, like this is not. This is this family. You know, she's not my mom. Clearly, she was her mom. You know, that, that was her daughter and stuff like that. Because the mom is out here crying and pleading and you know carrying on, and she's just like, I, I'm just not. I'm just not associated. Well, I had so many questions, but now I know it's fake. So now I'm like, oh, now That's my questions went out and the listeners, door. Please, but... please chime in or and or or yell at the radio <laughs> that um, <laughs> if it was real. Shut but the I emails. think I think it did come out saying like that, like it was fake or whatever. But it. You you know, they they did let she, it marinate. They let that segment. Did they marinate. go into like why she didn't like her mom? Like what was about being? They like did go she into it, like but her? I don't remember of okay. it. But in the but the young lady, she was like in her mid twenties when she came on the court show. You know, and her mom was you know, clearly an older mom. You know, and so she was just like, yeah, I went through college, and I you know, basically I did so well to distance myself from. You know, which my, people can do. My family, but her premise was more so not so much like dysfunctional family characters, but just like I'm not black. You know what I mean? It's just like okay. And then I think at the time, um, or she mentioned in the past having dated 
non-people of color and stuff like that, which in her mind further um, um, helped her case, quote unquote, you know, saying that she wasn't black because all these non-people of color, you know, found her pretty. But that goes to another whole issue, too. That but, yeah, mm-hmm. that... that but, yeah, that goes into the self-hate. So going back to the self-hate of it is just like, how do you, you, where do you even begin to break that down? Therapy breaks it down for sure, you know, going to a psychologist. But you have to, you would have to admit that your line of thinking is not. I was going to say, that's number one. You know, and if you're not even there in the case of like going you back ha- to the. Because I don't even think intervention, a family intervention is going to help you. And her mom, and going back to the Dr. Phil, like her mom was on the show, you know, her clearly she's 16. But to admit, I think you have to have like, if you're at that level of colorism and self-hate, something has to happen to you to flip the, the, the light of, oh, wow, that just happened to me because, or someone has to say the N-word, or someone has to, you know what I mean? Like, you've got to get pulled how? over. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but if you have, but in the case, you know, going back, if you have a mom that tells you, like, no, clearly you are black, like this, like, like, Stop the hoax. Stop the charade. You know what I mean? Like, but you ain't going to listen to your family. That's what I'm saying. Something's mm. got to, the light has got to flip. But the only way the light can flip is because something happens to you traumatically for you to go, oh, okay, I guess I am. I would hope that this young lady has a situation, more than one. Because, I mean, when it's, de- it's deeply rooted as this young lady in the Dr. Phil segment, like she needs to have more than one because the first time can be like, oh, you know, it can be all these other like extraneous she factors that may have contributed to, you know, why this happened. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It could be a number of factors, but to to make it come back around for you to say, oh, you know what? I really am being, uh, so I'm self-hating on myself. Mm-hmm. I, I just, they're not going to get it from just listening to us. On this show, they're not going to nah. get it to if if you're one of them friends that's going to hit forward or, or share this episode, they ain't going they ain't going to hear you. They're just not. They're not, and of <laughs> course they surround themselves with you know, um, you know, white women and stuff like that. So they, they ain't going to tell them. They're not going to tell them. They're going to be like, you know, those black people over there, they're not like, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you different. You di- yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and of course, sister girl gonna be like, yeah. 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 And so I'm like, I don't know. It's deep. I mean, those, that, that's very layered. And I know we're only brushing the surface on <laughs> on that whole self-hate um, aspect of it. But yeah, yeah, that yes. was, that, I feel like that's one way, reason why we would aspire. We are someone who wants to aspire to change. So. Oh, mm-hmm. goodness, goodness. Mm-hmm. What's, what's another one, you think? The other one I was thinking, which kind of ties into the other two, was conforming to the norms. Mm, yeah. You know, it's it's a, you know, that struggle is exhausting to fight. And so That's it, a choice. That's a choice. That's a realized choice as you yeah. get older and then you're going, you know what? I'm good. I'm no longer black. Well, not even that's how I. Oh yeah, in, interpret. I'm not saying me. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's how I'm interpreting the understanding of continuing the norm. Yeah, and so like you know, as far as beauty standards conforming to the norms, it's just like, well, this is what works. You know, this is if if society if society says that this is pretty, then you know I'm gonna do this to be pretty. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it is. There are just people out there. You know that. That are like that. Yep. And it's if they easy. see the opposite, then they're going to want to be like, you know what? No, I don't. The bleaching then takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, having the weaves. Not necessarily that weaves are bad. Yeah, I'm just saying say, that they're yeah. using that as a, you know, as a factor. Um, hmm. Some do. No, I'm not yeah, saying no, all no, do. no, 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 no. I'm, 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 oh, no. I'm kind of even off weaves. Um, oh. I was just thinking like... For instance, like some people can argue the use of like having blonde hair. Oh wow! Yeah. So if you are a person of color, mm-hmm. having blonde hair because it's not one hundred percent to the naturalistic. Of, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know okay. that you are conforming to norms because I mean society is yeah. so blondes have more fun. You know whatever. You know 
whatever, whatever, whatever. And I, I think that's where you, I think you have to understand who the person is, right? Before the I agree with quote that quote unquote labeling them as oh my gosh you are being colorist. Mm. Or that's a word. Or not not realizing the beauty of yourself. Yes. Like, you know, if they, maybe they bring are it back. realizing the beauty of themselves. I'm like, girl, look, I'm, I'm rocking this blonde. I would say, or, you blonde, know? or blonde hair might, you know, bring up them, them natural, that natural golden hue. Okay. For all I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ask, me, ask me how I know. <laughs> that, uh-oh. I'm looking at her like, really? No. We're going to get two stories. I love it. Let's go. No, no stop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, that, some people could say that. Experience but, with your wigs. Experience with the wigs. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And then also going to lack of resources. You don't know what you don't know. You know, and which to me feels feel like it ties well, into the number one ingrained education as well. You know, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's either you know being in the bubble. It could be the bubble like me, like oh well, now I realize you know, black is beautiful. Not that I just now realize, but I'm just saying in general. Mm-hmm. Or you could be in the bubble of not realizing how black is beautiful. This is true. I want to say. Maybe not so much now, because if we one of the questions we posed was the trend, you know, do we see a trend? Yes, we see a trend. Mm -hmm. But like older, like the older generation, Mm -hmm. things like straightening your hair, you know, I mean, or um, like we we know that, you know, going to your to your point, do we not live in that bubble? I'm like, we know that we are black and black is good. However, you know, straightening your hair. will make you more, will make you a little bit better um, in society or viewed it much more likely in society. Yeah. yeah. Some people some people do Favorable. feel that way. Yeah, favorable. More favorable. That's You're what I'm looking for. You're more like, get the get certain jobs, <laughs> yeah. if you will. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, like the Nigerian, you know, movies that, like I said, just sticks out at me um, in that thought process. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, how... I mean, okay, so when you went and you got yours at the store. Got what? The the bleach whitening. Yeah. I'm, you know, and then at what age or, you know, did it ever occur to you? Like, oh, my gosh. Like, or at what point did you realize, oh, snap, I was using this bleach whitening. And granted, you, at the time, it was for acne. Man. But then now you're like, oh, girl, It please. wasn't what instantaneous, was I'll tell you. Oh, that. no, I'm just, or did, was, did you keep going back then or? No, for the longest time, look at me. And for the longest time, um, who was it? It was, I remember distinctly, it was Palmer's. Palmer's had oh, this. Oh, she don't call out Palmer's. Sorry, sorry, but not sorry. They had the smallest, uh, they had a little container thing or whatever. And I I had that joint for the longest time. And honestly, I'm like, I think I used it. Um, So, yeah, you know, I didn't do it on my own face. I did spots. But real talk, I think I had that joint like when I was like high, when young 20s. Yeah, like 2021. Wow, okay. You know what I mean? Like, Like, you don't know. Like, you just, you just don't put two and two together. That's really what it was. Like, I didn't know to me, I just looked at it like as an acne solution. Uh huh. It's the packaging. <laughs> yeah. The packaging. I didn't of it. realize it as like, oh, gee. And I'm sure that's what they're doing, you know, to this day. So yes. these companies are it's the packaging. Like, yeah. Look how beautiful she is. You want to be beautiful like her? It's subconscious. You yeah, know? yeah. Obviously. Not the packaging. Yeah. Talking to her, but I mean, it's subconscious. Like, she's beautiful. Don't you want to be as beautiful as her? You're right. Right. So that's and of what, course, you know, when we're in our teens and we're in young and impressionable, absolutely mm-hmm. want to be pretty because we want to be accepted by the boys and, mm-hmm. or the girls or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, Goodness. yeah. So it was like up until like 2021. And and that is only because like because the the tube had expired. And that and that's when you went to. Did you try to go get another? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't try. It to go was just like, I mean, oh, it's expired. I'm good. Yeah, I had clear skin by then, so I was like, uh, whatever. I don't know if you're helping the <laughs> argument now. I'm not helping the argument at all. Man, you just killed at it. all. But to me, that. I was just like, but talk about lack of knowledge, like lack of not of no kind of. Awareness, no self awareness, nothing of that Mom sort. Mom didn't say nothing. No, so sister let's didn't go, say nothing. Let's let's, let's okay. Go. So Mom okay. did not say anything, and this is going back to my point: lack of resources. You know, and I say older generation. I'm like, 
my mom would not have, I don't even think she would have put two to two together either because she comes from that generation. Like, okay. No, no. And, you know, and my, not, my kind of do too. They have, well, yeah, in terms of colorism. So I don't want to put my business out on the streets. So on my father's side, mm-hmm. they're the northerners. Mom's side is the southerners. Well, the northerners are very light-skinned. Okay. And not to go into bleach whitening, but no. in terms of the colorism aspect, they there is a thing about that you do not marry a darker-skinned person. Well, this is a whole different topic. But okay. still colorism. But it's still colorism. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's, it's still that, that part. It, yeah, so the why, marrying so, part. So yes, it, I, why, what was their rationale? Because what is it, darker skin hues were not beautiful? I think so. I, you know, unfortunately, some of the elders are now passed away, so mm-hmm. I'm not able to get to the in, nitty gritty of it. But I believe because where the our family is from or that area is very um, Caucasian, it, there's like a certain part that's Caucasian and the whole light and bright and white right type mentality. Okay, is where they were coming from, but okay. they they did not want people to be marrying someone who is darker skin. They want the next generation to be lighter. To continue and that. And then keep going to be so, lighter. So... Even I, though the men... Well, I yeah. have follow-up questions. Okay. Did anybody marry someone of a darker hue? Girl, you look at... Yeah, my side. My daddy. Oh, you're... Okay. And my how, dad did. Yes. And so okay. how did they Yes, I'm sorry. That? I remember you've never met my parents. So right. I'm like, I don't know. Really sorry. And listener, she was raising her hand like, me, me, me. I'm like... <laughs> Girl. Um, so how did they um, respond to that? Not favorably. Pops did... did my, grandpap, he passed, so I can say it. Um... He did not respond. My understanding from the the stories I've been told, he did not respond favorably to Daddy marrying Mama, mm-hmm. and was told, "Why are you bringing her here?" That was the response. Not like, "Hey, welcome to the family." Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. you bring her here? What's she doing here? So that goes back into that ingrained that ingrained yes. self hate. But my uncle did marry someone lighter than him. My, okay. my 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 uncle's yeah, yeah, yeah. fairly you know he caramel mm-hmm, color mm-hmm. but she also was caramel slash lighter okay okay and then my aunt um, also married someone either same color she's lighter in color caramel or lighter okay my dad went the complete opposite, opposite. Mm-hmm. so yes to go back to the ingrained of education and mm-hmm. and you know. He stepped out of the man race and said, "I'm this is what I'm doing," and he kind of was ostracized I a little why, bit. You know, I I know your father's passed, but I'm I'm and wondering. And he didn't I, talk about that. I got that story from other people. Yeah, I'm just wondering what made him decide to go the other way. I think he was trying to be rebellious, or you know, to a degree. Okay, like in his mind, I am not, I'm I know I'm speaking for him, but I think in his mind was like. I'm I'm gonna break the mold. Ooh. I'm gonna do something different, and I think that's who he felt also fell in love with. Right, right. Was my mom, yeah. and it just so happened because my dad didn't experience racism. I remember him telling me this. He didn't experience racism, or didn't know what that was until he got on the ship. My dad was a Navy man, so he didn't know what that was until he was eighteen. <laughs> Did Either. your father grow up in a bubble? To a degree, yes, but that like. That town that they lived in is very there's there's a whole lot of racism. So I think he just okay. blocked it out. Okay, okay, I just think he blocked it out. I don't think, I think he about, knew. No, no, I say that. No, I mean, and it's not like the KKK was like right next. Yeah, door. yeah, but I'm not even saying <laughs> that. But I think about um, um, uh, Zora Neale Hurston. Oh, who, their eyes are. Oh, their eyes are watching God. No, yeah, no, no. But just reading about her story, her oh, yeah, situation, yeah. or is it Ida B. Wells? Oh, jeez. Anyway, who grew up in like St. Augustine, Florida? Okay. And at the time, heavily, 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 heavily African American. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm town. Looking it up as you. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the first, actually, like all black towns, uh, African African American. So think Black Wall Street, just in Florida. And okay. So she did not, and so she lived in a bubble, right? Yeah. And so she expressed that she didn't live, she did not experience her racism literally until she 
literally left. And she was she was like 18. Yeah. You know, and she left. And so mind you, this is like what, 1940s? You know, yeah. 1930s, 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. where she did not even experience that. Where, of course, during that time, that was the heyday of KK Clay. You're like, KKK, how do you not know? Jim Crow, you know, just all of that, all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I can understand why maybe your he father didn't, didn't, he didn't know. Didn't. That's why, that's the, but that's he, the reason he why he only I was knew asking. the rule. He only knew the rule of don't marry someone darker than you. And you know what? That rule, but he just, yeah. Similar to, you know, that, that rule had been a rule, you know, in the North, in yes. the South. You know what I mean? You think of, I think of, you know, friends who I who I know who grew up in Louisiana and, you know, they have your French Creole and then they married someone else and, you know, um, even, you know, that, that, that level of colorism, that brown paper bag kind of, oh, yes. kind of deal is, yes. is was, was, um, you know, very rampant. Uh, well, we don't was. I feel like sometimes it's still going on. Well, that, I, that's why I say was, but you know, some uh, subconsciously, unconsciously, it probably does go on. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <clears throat> so, <laughs> but then you know, I still feel like you know, it, it's, we still are dealing with it today. It's still blatant, like in social media. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think media is diminishing? So going back to our first question, do you yeah. think media is diminishing our natural appearances? Like. Do you think now, now, 2018, um, do you still think, like, media whitewashing is going on? Mm. Especially now that that we have, like, now that we have more, not enough, um, African-American women in Hollywood that are, like, big stars— Bigger stars. I there's a there's a part of me that says yes. So I'm not sure if you're familiar. And I, now I'm blanking on her name. Um, there was or is is a sports reporter. I forget which station she's on, and she's on the field, and she's been a sports black lady mm-hmm. forever, Evas. And on I Fox. say Evas, Evas on Fox. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. You know what I'm talking about. Pam Oliver. Thank you. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, Pam Pam came with the hair. Like, Pam was off the chain. You know, when you see Pam on television, you're like, oh, that's me. Like, you know, you see a black woman. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's okay. me. I'm, okay. Oh, cool. And I remember, I don't remember how far ago it was. I don't know if it was after her second kid or what. And her hair changed. She changed her, her hairstyle. Okay, I'm not a fo- like That's an like avid it. follower, so I don't know and like what just, her trajectory was. So, and I remember her changing her hairstyle, and the backlash she got from that was crazy. And I don't mean like the backlash from the sports people, like in general, like sports people, like fans, like, oh my gosh, like what is Pam Oliver doing? Like not your general sports fan, mm-hmm. but it seemed to come from more of us yeah. giving her the business about her hair. And I, and again, for those of you who don't know, you can look her up, but Pam Oliver, she normally would have either she had weaves or she, it was just bone straight. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Um, but she changed it where it was like a little bit of kinky for some reason. Oh. Not like for some, I don't know why. Like, you know, whatever, Pam. Yeah, you making the big bucks, that's the old thing, you know? Whatevs. And the backlash was just craziness. Somehow. Why'd she do that? Yeah. Well, she, she don't look right. Like, bad comments. And I'm thinking to myself, but she looked fine to me. I didn't even think twice. I just thought, oh, look at you, Pam. Changing like, it up. I see you, Pam. Right. That's what I thought to myself. Like, okay. okay. So... So I say that to go, you asked me, well, it hasn't diminished. We're still, we're still battling it. It's not 100% all the way there, like, that we're all 100% whole mm-hmm. on Black is Beautiful. I know I'm stealing that, but we're not all there. Okay. We're not. Okay. Do we see an upswing? I think well since being a kid like from kid wise over the years yes mm-hmm. I I mean I see it where there's more African American Barbies I'm just gonna think from toys sure you know I feel like as a kid we had less African American Barbies now there's I feel like there's more an abundance mm-hmm. and a variety 
Um, I feel like I've noticed more variations of African-Americans in dress, style, hair, on TV, magazines. Um, and perhaps that comes about through who's at the, who's at the table. <laughs> um, not not just okay. Now we're gonna do this, and it's marketable. But it's us being growing up and now being in those positions. I like that you said at the table. Yeah, because on Instagram or Facebook, um, young sis from New York who just won um, the Bronx, Alexandria. Um, oh, she is Latina. Puerto Rican. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. She's Puerto Rican. And so I just perusing through Instagram or Facebook, she went to session mm-hmm. and, you know, in her natural hair or whatever, but she had a braid on the side, right? And I think it was like hashtag braid to Congress or something like that. So, oh, wow. I, I mean, I love it. You know, I dig it. I'm all about, you know, disrupting, yeah. disrupting the, the ordinary. So it was just kind of her just highlighting you know, her, her her Latino roots as well as mm-hmm. her African roots. Mm-hmm. And so just going back to the representation matters. So, you know, to answer, to try to answer my own question, yeah. yes, yes. Is it is it being bombarded in our faces? No, no, you know, no. but I think every little bit counts. And so, you know, in the aspect of politics where we see her and she's, she's, you know, she's up and coming because she won and, you mm-hmm. know, all eyes are on her and she's getting all the positives as well as all the negatives. But, you know, just the fact to like, you know, do that braid on the side, which, you know, every sister girl at some point in their life has probably done that braid. I know I have, you know, <laughs> as a, either as a teenager or a grown woman, um, you know, it's relatable. Yeah. That's the point. It's relatable and it's beautiful. Yes. You know, and it's professional and it's um, just everything above, you know, that. What people, what certain society tried to not make it be. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so yeah, representation matters, um, whether it be in media or politics or academia, Mm -hmm. um, all all settings, you know, I definitely feel like there should be. or there has to be more of it. Because even like I think about, you know, as women, if we go on a job interview, we talking about professionals. Oh, we, yes. we have that constant debate of should I straighten my hair for this job interview? Should I wear it kinky? Do I, I get do the braids? Do I do the braids? Do I do, do weave? Yeah, you know what I mean? And then once I get in there, well then I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. and my that's stance stressful. on Yeah, I mean, and that's a they we still have this conversation too. Today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing because I know when I did this, I thought to myself, and for the listeners clearly can't see me, but I now have like she has gray, two strand, two I, strand. She's she, she's got the storm to- from X Men thing going on <laughs> with the two strand twist, and it's it's dope as hell. You know, and I really did sit there in a chair and said, okay, if I do this, I, if I do, I want to do. Am I going to take this out if I go on an interview? No. That's my no. I'm no, I'm literally, but I'm telling you, I sat in the chair and thought no, about I, it. I understand, I understand, but bringing it back to the natural beauty, braids are naturally beautiful. Yeah, they highlight your facial features. True, on all sisters that wear it. You know what I mean? So I, I just it, it. I'm like, oh, so I say, scratch say, my mother's mother. Did you hear that? See, it's beautiful. <laughs> you turn it up a little bit louder. In fact, rewind it 10 seconds. Listen to what she just said. Make sure you play it for your daughters, okay, real quick. But at the same time, you know what? I'm not also in a position to hire anybody. Because have you looked at, I know I'm about to deviate, but have you looked at some of the top Fortune 500, like, black women? They wear TWAs. Go ahead, because I'm. You just totally threw me out the door with that one. I was. Some of them wear it, and some of them absolutely have straight hair. But come on, natural. Come on with it. Somebody, somebody at me. What? Go and look at uh former. Go and look at former CEO Xerox. But she's a former now. But she at the time. At the time, did she? 
Oh, yeah, she sure did. I know what you're talking about. My bad. And I didn't even have to Google that. I was like, I had to think for a second who you were talking about. And it doesn't mean formal. You know, she didn't do the TWA after, you know, she left. She was up in that and she was up in there. Yeah. With the natural, you know. I don't. And then I say that because I'm like, I don't. I, I, I cannot. And I want listeners to comment. I just can't understand. I can't wrap my brain around the thought process of the hair for the job interview. If you, you know, you're not going to come out here. You're not going on a job interview, you know, hair all all over the place. You know what I mean? If it's in its natural state, you're going to do it nicely so that it, 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 it complements your suit or whatever, you know, professional outfit that you have on. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I never understand like whether it's straight or if it's natural coils, why that would be an issue either way. You know, how, and I understand some of it might be, well, they might perceive, I don't even know. I can't even. <laughs> like, I can't because even. It's, it's just like what you're about to say. It is the perception that it's not professional. Because of old society deemed it that way. So, to go back then, we are breaking down. So, we need to be more at the seats or in the tables, in those recruiting areas and what have you. Or even going on the interview in your natural hair. And and let the resume speak for itself. itself. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're going to ask me a question and I'm going to answer it in a very professional manner and hopefully in a manner that is appeasing to you, who gives a shit with my hair, you know? like I agree. If it's natural. I say that to say I'm a bit biased because I do work in healthcare and we come in all shades inside, you know, in, in, in variables. So I have gone to job interviews like what I have. I have my hair shaved. I've got a little design on the side. You know, I've got nat. You know, I I rock a natural do. So, and I've gotten the job anyway. So I can't. It's a little different when it's corporate America, and I and you know I, I can hear that. I hear it. But I think those that are in HR, and those of us who do in, do are on that side of the interviewing process or interviewing people, we need to educate ourselves, or not we in general, or we need to stop putting that bias in front of us mm-hmm. and we have to tell the if there's a if it's a panel situation hey so and so don't look at that person that way because it comes up in the conversation after the person's walked out the room did you see their hair and yeah yeah you know what i mean like we can't just sit there and be like oh yeah you know i saw it yeah mm-hmm. yeah no stand up for the person did you hear what they said mm-hmm not what, how did they wear their hair or that they're in braids. Yeah. No, but what did they say when we asked them the question? Because that's what's important. Right. How did they do the presentation? That's what's important. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're going to come to work professional. You know, when you hire them, they're coming to work. You know we, I mean? have, we have to speak up. We have yeah. to speak up yeah. for, for our sisters and brothers Yeah. when they're at that that moment in mm-hmm. that juncture that's where I was so yes oh so where do we go how do we start oh gosh you know how I do mean, we, we got a future generation we're we, bringing through exactly here. what do I what do you as moms tell your your kids boys and girls you know um about the natural beauty that we have and we touched and you've touched upon it from an mm-hmm. adult standpoint as far as having a seat at the table and mm-hmm. representation and, and and speaking up and speaking out against things like that. But what do we do as parents to continuously um, highlight the black beauty? Because like you mentioned, we constantly will tell our kids they're beautiful, but at the same time, they still go to school. Yeah. You know, they still somehow get that that whitewashing, you know, in it. And yeah, I'm using it. I'm using it. You know, they still get that mixed up even in school, no matter they go to a diverse school or if they don't go, you know, if they go to a, prim- a, a, a school that's primarily whatever, you know, yeah, they still get it. So what do we, how can we as parents really break through that wall in helping them realize like look you know what you have is beautiful is great, you know 
And yeah. I'm not saying if you want to put braids, I mean, put braids in your hair. Absolutely. No, if you're gonna, absolutely. If you're going to put a weave in your hair, put a weave in. It's, it's a great protective style. I mean, I'm just saying. You know what it I mean? Is, it is. Uh, um, but what do we do to ha- continuously highlight that? And so, you know, one of the things, of course, obviously, m- actions speak louder than words, right? Yeah, it's and, the dolls. It's the, it's the, um, it's not just the dolls, but also letting them know this is a beautiful doll. Not just assume that they'll get it because they see a black doll, but mm-hmm. oh, this is a beautiful doll. I or, was gonna, I was even gonna say like you know what if you're with your kids and you see another sis that I has was about something, to say that let's go yeah okay. I was uh, no, say, you, you, yeah I was gonna say like just give your sis a compliment I love out loud yeah out loud so that they can hear Act it of kindness yes. And they'll, then they'll identify, oh, mommy said that lady was beautiful. But mommy also said that lady was beautiful. And then mommy and then daddy and then they they both said that other lady was beautiful. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is all beautiful. Know, I'm just letting the listeners know, that, get, the, get the whole scope of it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. You're and, absolutely right. And mommy has mommy friends that look like her and have different shades of brown hue that, you know, are beautiful too. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Mm-hmm. Give a compliment. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And so we started to talk about as far as researching or even m- making intentions towards um, black dolls and all, all things black. Yeah. You know what I mean? To help them. Because there's so much more now. Yeah, yeah, Than yeah. when we were little little tykes and whatnot running around, um, which is just great. And, and I would even say... Take it a step further. You know, a lot of people take pictures with their kids and their toys with it. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're posting on social media. Tag the organization or tag whatever company it was. Let the because the that way other people will be able to see not just you enjoying the doll, but look, that's beautiful. Yeah. So other people can see it too on a social media aspect. Um, that that's my thing. And not I know, that you have to, but no, you know, not so, that you have to. Yeah. And I know there are some. Um, non-people of color who are intentional about buying black dolls in order to, like, for example, of dolls or products so that it can, the child can, you know, grow up with some oh, of that diversity. That's cool. I think that's pretty dope, too. You that's know, it's cool. Kind of, however, I was also going to say, like, in addition to, you know, just buying just things, um, not only black, but maybe, you know, Middle Eastern, you know, they're still... You're still a different hue of brown. This you know? is true. This um, is very true. Of, of the Asian continent, because mm-hmm. they are variable hues, just as uh, folks in the African diaspora mm-hmm. is as well. And so just kind of letting them know that, hey, like, this is beautiful as well. So just being intentional and seeking out those things. And, and I mean, a lot of big cities and medium cities have different festivals and whatnot of various ethnicities. So maybe taking time to go out to those things mm-hmm. and experience the family in that that culture and seeing that beauty and showing them, oh, look, that lady's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Look at the culture. Look at what they're doing. Right. That type of way to kind of break down the skin, the colorism yes. and skin barrier as so, well. Yeah, so different hue. Different, I mean, same hue, different culture. Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know, mm-hmm. and that can help, you know, mm-hmm. increase their cultural awareness as oh, well. Look at that. Mm, well rounded children. I know. Lessons, lessons with lessons. I had to make my own note. I was like, well, let me make sure I do what I say. So, yeah, yeah. I love it. Anything else for self love, self empowerment? Man, just continue doing it and, and, and continue promoting it. Mm-hmm. And, not be afraid to like I, I like what you said about in terms of um acknowledging another mom or someone who is passing by that's beautiful mm-hmm. um because I think we in certain cities that doesn't happen some people don't say other cities are friendly it's okay. what I'm getting at okay so um I think that also practices a multitude of things so mm-hmm. um the act of kindness yeah um I like that yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there are so many, you know, depending on what your child's interest might be, um, so many resources out there. Like, for example, if we're specifically talking about black girls, you know, brown girls do ballet, you know, um, oh, goodness, gymnastics now. We are out here, 
You know, oh, yeah. uh, swimming. We are out here. We is we is out here. Tennis, obviously. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you know, also just trying to highlight different um, black and brown people in non traditional people of color mm-hmm. sports and activities. Ginseng, all of exactly. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And just letting them know, hey, you know, and she's beautiful and they are all beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and just letting them know as well. So and that's media. That's that is. You know, so just for the most part, it sounds like we're just saying bombard them. <laughs> that's a bombard Overload them. them. Overload them with love and mm-hmm. care, and um, but showing them, not just saying it. Yeah, I think it's also key. It's it's like you said. You know, um, we have to model the behavior. Um, I know we talk about that too. So. Right, right. Definitely, so. definitely. Uh, but yeah. But the- you know, if listeners, if you have ideas too, I mean, we'd love to to hear you. Let us know. You can drop us an email. You know, we we always try to talk about certain things on Tuesdays. So comment on Facebook and Instagram. We we like to hear your ideas. What ways are you, you know, promoting self love within your children or child? Um, whether, you know, we'd love to hear your various ideas or maybe you're incorporating one of the ideas we just talked about. So um, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, with that, um, you know, I want to kind of highlight a mom, a mom group this week. Um, it's called Women of Color on the Move, and they focus on long-term social implications and help women get involved by taking action to reduce statistics on the state of human rights for women and girls. They seek solutions um, to their nation's health and economic crisis proactively and in real time. Yes. And we'll have their website link and IG and all that in our show notes for you to to peruse and check them out. So please definitely do so. Good. So yes, check them out and links in our show notes as well as resources and articles in which we've discussed on our episode today, uh, as well as the bio of our guest momologist. Mm-hmm. We ask that you rate and review this and other episodes or send us an email again to mahoganymomology at gmail.com. Then, like Mel said, continue the conversation via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are taking a hiatus for the remainder of 2018. We'll be back in January with new guests and more thought-provoking uh, topics. Provoking topics, Lord. Provoking. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, ooh, provide. No, I, I like what you Okay, I like it. In the meantime, we ask our listeners to use this time to tell a friend or binge watch. Binge watch. Binge listen. <laughs> Prior episodes. Yeah, I'm drunk. No, I'm not. I'm not. I can't. She's not. I'm totally not. Okay. We'll be asking you guys questions throughout the month on our social media platform. So stay tuned and we will definitely see you in 2019. So until next time, I'm Tosh. And I'm Mel. And we thank you for listening to Mahogany Mammology. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Bye-bye.